True Connections is a journey within to discover that you are part of everything. Life can often feel disjointed, but you and I are actually connected to one another, to nature, to animals, and many other ways like your thoughts, intentions, dreams, even your imagination. It's my desire to bring spiritual insight to these true connections so that you can get into the flow of life, receive the things that you want without struggle, and enjoy a more constant level of happiness. I am Weston Jolly, your host. Hi, everybody, and thank you for joining me. My name is Weston Jolly, and I'm wanting to share as a highly sensitive person why your being a highly sensitive person is actually a gift. You know, being highly sensitive enables you to see and to feel things differently, doesn't it? You may not know it, but you have an ability as a highly sensitive to go into the depth of connection, especially with people and especially with relationships. And certainly, one of the gifts of being highly sensitive is extraordinary, to see beyond this world, spiritually speaking. And a lot of people don't know that as a highly sensitive person, your actual energy is quite healing. (laughs) And have you ever noticed that maybe there's this proclivity that you've noticed in life where people will just tell you things that maybe they don't tell just everybody else? This is all attributes of you being highly sensitive. It enables you to see things in ways that other people don't. And of course, there's the flip side. (laughs) You know what I mean? The feeling perhaps that you need to protect yourself or that maybe you're overwhelmed by crowds or loud noises. And there may be a part of you that wants to people please or to accommodate yourself. And, you know, sometimes as a highly sensitive person, there's this need to, we hate to admit this, but to control. (laughs) And what I mean is we want to control our environments, the stimulus around us, and sometimes even people. And these are attributes, of course, of our being highly sensitive that can be, of course, disabling. Maybe you don't even know that you're highly sensitive. And because of that, I put together a quiz because I think everyone should have awareness to what degree they are sensitive. So if you go to my website at westonjolly.com and you hit in the navigational bar discover, you hit quizzes, you'll see a quiz on if you are in fact highly sensitive. Take it. Find out if you are. Interact. And at the end, there's an affirmation for you to help you to feel more empowered, whatever level of sensitivity that you may be incurring. Today, I'm going to focus on why being a highly sensitive person is an actual gift. And since you're highly sensitive, I'm going to be talking to you differently because, well, you are different. What I really need to say is I want you to pay special attention to all of the details because, of course, that you can. And I want to share with you this story that just comes from uh, something that just took place this last Saturday, actually. And in all honesty, I am, as a highly sensitive person, sometimes you feel other people's energy, don't you? Sometimes it's the world. Sometimes it may be a spouse, maybe uh, a brother, sister. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Um, and you can feel you know, disconnected. And such was the day on Saturday, meaning I was feeling 
I'm not physically low, but not necessarily um, myself, my true self by any means. I was struggling, to be really honest. Now, my my partner had gone to uh, the grocery store, and she'd come back, and she um, was unloading the car. And doing so, there was a woman and a little girl across the street. And evidently, they caught eyes with one another, and uh, the little girl said hi, and my wife responded, hello back. And my wife went on with her routine and shut the garage door after bringing the groceries in. Um, I was all blind to this, meaning I'm inside uh, just kind of taking it easy again, um, maybe even a little withdrawn or sullen, if you will. And then the doorbell rang. This is like, um, you know, maybe half an hour later after my wife got home. And uh, I was walking to the door and I was thinking that the neighbor must be there because sometimes he comes next door and just says, so oh, wants to borrow a garbage container or something. Anyway, I'm w- walking to the front door. Then I hear this. <laughs> I thought, wow, uh, he's really impatient today. And so I'm walking. Um, I can't see anybody because our, our door is actually half glass, kind of an obscure glass from like the waist up. And I couldn't see, um, you know, a, a person. So I thought it must be a child. And because of that, my mind went to the idea this must be somebody soliciting, you know, a little girl who uh, is soliciting a little boy of some such. And sure enough, as I opened the door, there stands before me this little girl of four years old. And mom is standing about 20 feet back on the sidewalk. And already she's visibly uncomfortable. And she said, what's your name? And I, of course, offered my name. And in this moment, I could feel something was taking place. Now, if I get emotional in sharing this, it's only because um, it's something that meant a great deal to me. I thought it might mean a great deal to you, too, and this is why I wanted to share it. So Stella is standing before us, and her mom intervenes and says, this is my daughter. And um, (laughs) she insisted on knocking on the door of your house. Um, She does that from time to time. You could tell that mom was a little uncomfortable and trying to make excuses for her daughter in this particular way. And I, I heard her. I could feel her meaning her discomfort, but I also recognized something special right before me. And Stella's, you know, not as tall as my belt line, and she's introducing herself, and by this time my wife had come up, and she had introduced herself, and they were talking for a moment, and uh, we were all talking, conversing, and mostly with, again, the little girl Stella and also her mom. And, again, mom was trying to give excuses of why this is uh, very uncomfortable for her, that from time to time she absolutely has to knock on people's houses the way Stella was doing. And uh, we were saying this is uh, normal for us. And mom looked at us kind of strangely because we'll, we said, well, we have a son who's now, of course, grown uh, that used to do this as well. He used to knock on other people's uh, houses and he knew everybody in the neighborhood. And we know this because <laughs> we would drive in the car with our son and people would wave at him and they would wave in a way that we could tell that he, he knew them and they knew you know, who he was. And so we would ask, you know, how did you know Mr. So-and-so? And he said, well, they – I they invited me in for cookies or they have a dog named, you know, Peter or whatever these details were. And so, well, how did you know that? He said, well, I knocked on their door. So this goes back to Stella having knocked on her door. And, of course, this little meeting uh, was about to uh, finish when she began to walk away just abruptly as she had walked up. And then suddenly she did a U-turn, 180 degrees, and came back and literally hugged my leg. And I needed that. <laughs> I really needed that. Because sometimes as a highly sensitive person, you don't know or you have a feeling that you're alone and or people don't understand you. And here Stella is with her mom, with the the mentorship or even her mom offering herself as a guardian, if you will, of what's right and what's not right in terms of etiquette. And she's knocking on her door 
feeling the energy of this household, wanting to say hello, wanting to create contact, and wanting to express herself in the way that she did. And, of course, I got down on my knees and I hugged her back. I had to. And still walked off, and I was touched. I was floored in the idea that this is um, how it's done. A remembrance, if you will. Perhaps, as a highly sensitive person, you touch the world in the same kind of way. This is exactly what I want to bring to you about your choice to be highly sensitive and what a gift it is. Through your connection, as a highly sensitive person, you have an ability to see things and to create things in ways that other people don't. And you have an ability to have access to love and to truth and to what's real and what isn't. And there could be millions of reasons, like Stella's mom, that would have you thinking that somehow Stella's you know, different or weird or that she shouldn't be knocking on people's houses. Maybe you have these same feelings within you. But we need to overcome this to really address what is the truth. Because your conditioning at one time or another, perhaps you have given the idea that you're somehow crazy. <laughs> and thinking of yourself uh, maybe like the Apple ad of days of old where here's to the crazy ones. Where we are introduced to the idea that you are, are crazy as a troublemaker. And maybe you just think differently. Maybe indeed you are a genius. And maybe you are a genius enough that you are actually here as a highly sensitive person to change the world. Because you actually see the world differently. You may still hold on to ideas that you're somehow confused, thinking that you know, you're crazy. And because of that, you may have chosen some very, very standardized thoughts, which is to say that you might be quiet withdrawn, and perhaps at times even confused. But I'm going to say something very empathetic, that you're not confused, and that you need to express and to see and to feel what you do see and what you do know, that especially spiritually goes upon this realm. So you may ask the question, how do I function or what do I do as a highly sensitive person? And I'll give you the answer right up front, which is you've got to express yourself. I want you to think of Stella four-year-old Stella, who insisted with her mom, perhaps through her mom's discomfort, that she had to knock upon her door to connect with us in a household of sensitive people to share this love, to share this connection that is indeed spiritual, that can't be missed, and it wasn't, in an effort to uh, share something that is really uh, a depth of heart. And any time that you participate in that kind of uh, energy of your own regard, it's going to feel breathtaking. In fact, as a highly sensitive person, you may be uh, prone to emotions. And sometimes, maybe even a lot of times, in this world, there's this idea that we're supposed to be emotionless, as if that's something that's uh, a desired attribute. And perhaps you've shut that down or you've tried to quiet that within yourself. And we don't want that because these emotions are actually taking you someplace. They enable you to, again, feel things, to get in touch with things that are indeed very spiritual in nature. And we need to let go of the idea that we're not here to necessarily try to fit in or to um, be anything less than who we are. 
And so when you're asked to be highly sensitive as you are, to know that this is something that you have come with as a gift, you really want to honor it because it means that these emotions that we were talking about just a moment ago are assets. They're assets in feeling the human spirit, the soul, and the essence of truth. This is what makes you feel different. But you've got to be safe enough to be able to express this truth boldly, don't you? And we need to do that without excuse. Anytime that you have chosen to avoid truth or even spiritual truth as a highly sensitive person, you may feel like some part of you is being chipped away at, kind of like uh, maybe like a block of ice where there's a hammer and some big chunk comes out of you uh, because you didn't express. And we need to realize that there's a tremendous cost in being a highly sensitive person and not expressing. So giving ourselves permission to express actually fuels our connection. And the opposite, of course, it costs us psychologically, spiritually, and of course, it's going to drain you. And I'm sure you've experienced that where you have felt drained. And of course, ultimately, that can create health issues. So as a highly sensitive person, you must remove the conditioning to be quiet or to hide it or to um, obscure yourself from any kind of confrontation. That's not what we're here to do. We're here to connect. And we don't want to compromise that. And how could you? <laughs> Meaning, how, how could you withdraw yourself from the very thing that you come here to do? This is just allowing yourself to be who you really are, which is something that connects you to source. And of course, because of this, you must see yourself for what you are. That your ability to connect in this way, you become a lens, if you will, or a conduit, sometimes a medium. Uh, we could even use the word channel, couldn't we? <laughs> for you to share with others what it is that you see, what it is that you feel. And this gives you extraordinary skills in terms of being maybe a therapist or someone who is a uh, spiritually in tuned or a creator, an inventor. It, it oftentimes gives you the ability to see through uh, the mire or the silliness or the, even the heaviness of this world. Sometimes in um, management or even in business, you can see through things because you just have that ability. The sensitivities now allow you to do that. I remember one man who uh, was actually a metal worker. And he was so in tune with him, his choice to work with that modality that he would literally talk as in communicate to the object that he was working on. Now, you may think that he's uh, kind of goofy as some kind of weird machinist out in the shop, but he was actually a nuclear scientist. So I share that with you because he's not necessarily your um, common person, uh, you know, <laughs> doing some kind of external substance in the shop and wondering that, well, he's certainly a crazy one. No, he's actually tuning in to that degree. And I want you to understand that that, that does represent you, that your ability as a highly sensitive person puts you in a position to be a metaphysical scientist, if you will, or certainly um, one that can integrate with ingredients in the same way that a chef might or certainly an art, artist might where we bring these ingredients to the table and we're conveying something that's outside of this realm. Think Picasso. Think Da Vinci. That there's some part of them that had a sensitivity that enabled them to bring into this world something that they saw, 
something that they felt. Think Mozart as well. The ability to communicate on levels that some people don't see even when they construct it, whether it's a symphony or an artistic expression or even in the depth of a conversation such as this. I do want you to understand that this whole world is a very, very simple place. And sometimes you could think of it as barbaric or very uncomfortable to the point perhaps you at times maybe even given consideration of not wanting to be here or worse, you wonder what your purpose is. But I'm wanting to communicate with you very directly that your choice to see yourself as a highly sensitive person is, of course, a doorway. And there's much more. Even in preparation of this podcast, I was actually shocked to find out to what degrees I'm sensitive. Meaning you take these things for granted in the same way that I have. But we don't want to do that. We want to go beyond that. And this is why we want to see things and share those things with the rest of the world that we do share and have access to spiritually for sure so that we can communicate this spiritual understanding not necessarily just for the sake of vanity or for the sake of teaching or to uh, complete a course per se, but to really honor the fact that we're creating an image of what is. When I say image, I want you to realize that we all are creators. And being highly sensitive enables you to have a very detailed understanding of those things that you have access to seeing. And as such, when you choose to express these things offer to the world an insight to beauty, spiritually, creatively, intellectually, again through innovation, that others haven't or don't have access to. And of course, you make contribution to the world in ways that maybe you don't even understand that you do. When you feel enormously emotional because of anything that might be described as brutal or barbaric, you don't need to question if you're okay. You don't need to freak out because you may be unduly sensitive to uh, cloth, clothing, um, the coarseness of conversation, the harshness of uh, sometimes even masculinity. And what I mean by that is the energy that um, people have to be very gruff or bullying or taking of energy. And as a sensitive, you can feel these things. And sometimes, perhaps in your choice to be disempowered, you have been taken advantage of in that way. This is something we need to flip by choosing to express yourself because you're truly empowered. So you may be asking yourself as a highly sensitive person, what natural gifts do you have? And of course they are, as I've been sharing, to create, to inspire, and to touch people in ways that you don't even know that's possible. And again, through healing, through spiritual awareness, through teaching, through, again, a portal to the other side. How is it that someone can have access to uh, an animal or a person or a situation that goes outside of explanation? A personal example. I was offering a personal session in San Francisco, and the woman that was coming before me for an in-person session sat before me, and she had asked to bring her younger son, who was indeed autistic. And he played nicely upon the floor where I was talking to uh, his mother. Then I asked in the middle of our session if it would be all right if his son uh, would sit in my lap. 
And she looked at me very startled because, well, two things. One, he didn't like touch. And two, uh, he wasn't necessarily fond of the masculine energy. These things uh, were shared by mom to me very immediately. But her son was already up and walking my direction. And the mom is staring, watching this in, in almost a, a shocked state as her son came over and sat in my lap. In one way, kind of like I was Santa Claus, meaning he just literally sat on my knee. I held him and I um, put my hand uh, on his backside and he didn't say anything. But I actually channeled it in his behalf to his mom who cried the entire time because she thought that she was witnessing a miracle. And I'm sharing with you that her son was indeed highly sensitive and unfortunately perhaps even labeled with this categorization of uh, autistic, which may or may not be true, but clearly sensitive and one sensitive to another. We recognize one another and so therefore he felt no, shall we say, discomfort for him accessing my body in the same way that I was accessing him, his body through physical touch by him sitting on my knee, which seems to be a very casual occurrence, but it was very, very, very touching. It wasn't that big a deal to me. But then again, it is. Because there's a depth of having an understanding that someone actually knows you. And to share that, as Stella shared that with me and my family, and certainly as that young man was had the opportunity to share that with me in the way that I was sharing with him, is something that you do. This is indeed part of your gift. And when you understand that, that if things do feel harsh or confusing or sometimes even brutal, that you're not here to try and engage in that brutality. And being quiet or withdrawn or... Um, very much internal, and what I mean by that is sometimes even intellectually internal, doesn't necessarily take you in the direction that you want to go. Perhaps you can give yourself permission to see your highly sensitive nature in a way that is done through gratitude, that you can be really thankful for being highly sensitive. I can actually cry just at the idea that Stella had the awareness spiritually to come into the house, to knock on our door, to not to intrude, but to share with us her gift of sensitivity and to share that love, even though that her mom was physically uncomfortable. Further, I know that as a highly sensitive person, you may have stories like Stella's mom. I have one that I want to share with you. My mom had had a stroke, and so I flew up to Boise to support her. And in doing so, I had walked into the room. She had just been taken out of it in intensive care, and there was a nurse standing there. And it was clear to me that this nurse had been helping her. And so without any real introduction, I walked up and I hugged her. And I say I hugged her. I hugged her, hugged her. And my mom sat in her, shall we say, newly uh, formed body as a result of the stroke, holding onto the wheelchair, in kind of a, almost like a witch-like fashion, and she said, that's my son. He hugs everybody. As if my love, my sensitivity, and my connection needed to be scolded. Clearly, it was something that my mom was embarrassed of, that she didn't know what to do with. She didn't have this kind of depth of connection spiritually, physically, and certainly through the highly sensitive attributes of her son. 
And yet, if you have such a story, it's important for you to realize that that's not really you. We don't need to be confused about moms or dads or even people in society who have tried to take energy from you in that way. We need to be aware that as a highly sensitive person, you are indeed enormously strong. And that you don't need to question yourself and the idea that you are crazy or maybe something's wrong with you. You are indeed different. I told you that in the very beginning. You're infinitely different. And we want to engage in that difference and honor the fact that as you express yourself, you're going to feel good, great, phenomenal, especially in the spiritual department. Because there's a part of you, isn't there, that's magnetically calling you to this simple piece of who you are. When I say simple, uh, a desire to be connected. This is why you have a desire to connect with others in such a deep, deep way. And oftentimes don't find that connection. Because of that, you withdraw. But if you choose to engage by allowing yourself to be seen, whether through the boldness of Stella or allowing yourself to go through or outside of the conditioning that you grew up with, is really, really important because we need to get away from that messy part of us, trying to control that, control our own selves, let alone the stimuluses around us. And so my message is really clear, that as a highly sensitive person, to express yourself is indeed the gift that you give to the world to literally change it, not for the sake of anything else than you spiritually bringing that understanding into this realm where most people can't see it. And having these gifts that you have, that are mine, as they are yours, as we share them, they truly influence and create the thing They create the things that are imaged by those things that we feel, see, and know. And as we share that with one another, it creates an inspiration. And I hope that you can feel that now. But beyond that, that you would give yourself permission to extend yourself in that honor. Because that's all it is. We don't need to think of Stella as being somehow brave at four years old and knocking on somebody's door. She's just being who she is. And if you can allow yourself to follow the simplicity of that really wonderful example then you're in, no longer denying your highly sensitive being, let alone potential, as you give your being side the ability to express. I know that you're sensitive. Engage in that sensitivity in a way that allows you to feel at one and to allow anything that needs to be changed outside of that, relationships, perhaps jobs, those things that you've done, even though your mind may say, oh my gosh, I can't do that. I won't be known. I won't be appreciated. Maybe all your friends won't know you (laughs) based upon you actually reclaiming who you are. But there's no risk. Consider yourself bold, strong, and feeling comfortable to just express who you are as a highly sensitive person and to allow that creativity and those gifts, whether it's writing, artistically, spiritual, therapy, innovation. These things do change the world. That's what you have come here to do as a highly sensitive person. The gift of all gifts. So please let me conclude truly in honor of you, the highly sensitive person. For us to make true connections, we have to engage. I really want to hear your comments, so please leave a review at westonjolly.com forward slash review, or go to iTunes and give me your thoughts there. This helps our connection, and it's a tremendous help to others, too. 
Everything we do is designed to offer you a deeper spiritual connection within. You can also make a personal appointment with me, Weston Jolly, right now by going to westonjolly.com. Also, check out my current events, books, and other products. Also, my free newsletter. Thank you for joining me, Weston Jolly, for my podcast, True Connections.